0: 106 miles to Chicago, we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the main event of the evening. You are listening to the General Nerd Stuff Podcast, and now your host. That. So ladies and gentlemen boys and girls channel all ages welcome to the general nerd stuff podcast now I know it's been a couple weeks but uh, I'm not getting into the details really but I was kind of in this big old funk depression thing but we're back on track now uh, so let's kind of just get on to the show so this last couple weeks I've been uh, uh, playing a lot of World of Warcraft, uh, leveling my druid, mainly he's level 106 now, I think. I, you know, it's funny. I, I went to buy him a legendary, or as we call it in the WoWverse, Legos. I went to buy him a legendary uh, off the auction house, and I ended up buying one that he couldn't use by mistake, and I feel like a I feel like an idiot, quite frankly. Um, so what I did was I socketed the item twice before I realized I put two gems in it, which were to up the stats. Uh, I, so like in the legendary you get uh, that you can make, you can put, or at least in this one, you can, I can put three sockets in of three gems, basically. So like one dot my intelligence, one up my crit strike, one dot my versatility, whatever. I put two sockets in it before I realized I couldn't use it. So I put it back up on the auction house, hoping it will sell to make my money back so I can then buy him the proper socket. We'll see if that happens. I'm not entirely sure. I will keep trying for sure to see if I can uh, get my money back in order to buy him a new one. If not, I'm going to farm enough gold to buy him another one. Um so, yeah, Sebastian says hi. Don't you, Sebastian? You want to say hi? Yeah, he likes to say hi. Um, so, Sebastian's my cat. He's the most adorable cat in the world. He's a Siamese. He turned three this last Thanksgiving. Um, so I've been uh, making the gold in order to uh, convert it into battle net money, so what I ended up doing in order to get my... Because, okay, let me take a step back. Most of my characters are Horde, okay? Now, in World of Warcraft, there's two factions, Horde and Alliance. Uh, and, and seeing as most of my characters are Horde, um, I make most of my gold on the Horde side. So what I did is I made enough gold uh, in World of Warcraft to buy $15, a Battle.net store credit. And when I did that, I took the store credit, and on the Alliance side, I bought a World of Warcraft token, of which I could sell for gold in order to buy the legendary. You following me here? So what I have to do now is continue making the money, but... I, I, what I'm trying to do is diverse myself. So on the Alliance side, I plan on making, uh, getting to the point where I can make legendaries on the Alliance side so I can make money there, as well as the Horde side. Uh, in fact, on the Horde side, I'm working on... Because right now I make money off selling my leather legendaries. Uh, and on the Horde side, I'm working on my tailor, which is my first... My first character I ever made was a night elf priest, Uh, and I made him a tailor and enchanter. And uh, I I ended up uh, making him horde at some points. Now he's a blood elf priest, but I'm I'm, I plan on making him back the other, taking him back to alliance Uh, as soon as I make enough money off of selling these legendaries. But what I'm trying to do right now is make legendaries uh, on him, but I got to complete these quest chains in order to get max tailoring so then I can actually make uh, cloth legendaries with him in order to turn it into, like, battle net money, uh, which I use for subscriptions for World of Warcraft or buying other games and and whatnot. Um, Aside from that, uh, my buddy Nebby... Uh, who I met on EVE Online, purchased a copy of Elder Scrolls Online for me, and uh, I've been playing that a little bit off and on. I found out you can get add-ons, and I I installed some add-ons, but I haven't played it since I installed them. I installed the add-ons this morning. Uh, I'll probably play some Elder Scrolls Online later tonight, but, you know, it it works uh, good with a controller for, you know, if you want to sit back, relax, and play with the controller, uh, it also, but I prefer just cause I'm a computer guy. I prefer to play with the mouse and keyboard, uh, which you can also do. I'm not that far into it. I'm, you know, I'm still kind of getting the hang of the game and, and going through the beginning quests. Uh, and you know, I'll keep you up to date when, you know, time goes on with that. Um, what I've been watching, um, so I went through and I watched breaking bad again Every year I watch Breaking Bad, and I just finished it up uh, a few days ago. That is such an amazing show. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Um, I mean, I'm sure everybody at this point has heard of it, so I'm not going to explain what it's about. Um, I've also watched on Netflix Big Mouth, which is a cartoon and pretty vulgar. But you know what? It's hilarious. Not for kids but it's absolutely hilarious. The entire season of Big Mouth, I beginning to add non-stop laughing. I don't think there was a single second I wasn't laughing watching that show. So I definitely recommend that, you know, but again, it's rated MA, so you know, for mature adults. Uh, I also watched on Netflix The Punisher, and The Punisher I do really like. Um I, I thought it was great addition to the Marvel Netflix series. The only, only critique I have here um, is that, and again, this isn't spoilers, but it's not Punisher like it's not punishing enough, not enough punishment. They need more punishment. Now, in the last few episodes, plenty of punishment, but before that, I mean, like there should, I feel that there should have been more punishment, but. Other than that, I mean, it was really great. Um, I I think that the guy that plays him, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, The guy that plays him, uh, who is also Shane in The Walking Dead, um, did a great job. I think that, uh, I don't know if he would be, like, I think he does a better job than the movies that happened. Um, let me see. I'm going to look up his name right now. Uh, Frank Castle is played by John Bernthal. John Bernthal. I I don't think that, that name sounds right, but whatever. I mean, I'm not pronouncing it right. It, it, it doesn't matter. You, you, you get what I'm saying. I think he does a great job as playing the Punisher, uh, you know, since his debut and spoilers uh, Daredevil season two. And, uh, there was a lot of, again, this is going to be probably spoilers. You're, you're going to see some, some characters from maybe this isn't spoilers. Cause you're going to see characters like you do in every Marvel Netflix series. You're going to see characters from these series intertwined with the other, other series. So like, you know, you got, um, what's her name uh uh, uh, i forgot her name it doesn't matter character from daredevil that's now a journalist that is she shows up in punisher her boss shows up in punisher a couple other people show up in punisher all i'm saying you know what though and again this is spoilers i didn't see the nurse. That was in every episode of the... Not every episode, but like... She showed up in Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and Iron Fist and the Defenders. I don't remember her name, but she didn't show up in this, which was a little shocked about. But I guess it kind of made sense um, based on the story. Either way, like I said, I, I really, really do wish that they... Uh, would have had a little bit more punishment. And let me tell you, the punishment they did have was gruesome, which was awesome. I, there was a lot of parts where I was like, oh my god, I can't watch him cover Like, almost covered my eyes, like, grinsing, like, oh my god, this is like, gross. Um, but that was the last few episodes. Uh, moving on here, topic of controversy. I'm not sure if you, you heard or not, but Quentin Tarantino uh, dis uh, I'm trying to think what it's called here. He 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 went to J.J. Abrams and, oh, he pitched. He pitched this Star Trek movie to J.J. J. Abrams and Paramount. And uh, they seemed to like the idea. His only, you know, and, and we all know Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino uh, said that, hey, I'll, I'll direct it, you know, I'll be part of it, but it has to be rated R. And Paramount and J.J. Abrams is going, is going, hey, you know what, maybe maybe not rated R. So, like, there's a little bit of dispute between them. I have a feeling Quentin Tarantino is going to get get the rated R um, to be, conf- you know, like, it's, it's going to end up being rated R. Um, supposedly, supposedly, uh, they're already in the writers room trying to figure out the storyline and stuff but here's the thing I'm a Quentin Tarantino fan I'm a Star Trek fan I like rated R films I like PG-13 and PG films I like G-rated I like all rated films now I know people out there do not absolutely do not want Tarantino on Star Trek because they don't want an R rating and I go look I have no issues with an R rating as long as it makes sense. Let's go – let's look at Enterprise. It's not R rated. It was on network television. But they de- they, they delved deep into the uh, underground, per se, of the Star Trek universe. S- uh, smugglers and like de- uh, dens, for lack of a better word. Maybe taverns would be better. Uh, uh, where you would find iffy people in order to get things done. Um, I think that would be great. Now, there was a Star Wars Wars game that was in development before Disney bought it. And the Star Wars game was, you know what? We're going to dive into the underworld of Star Wars. We're going to dive into the scum and villainy of Star Wars and make this an M-rated game. And you're going to find out what it's like to... To, to work with these people in the underground, that, I think, would make for a great movie for both A, Star Wars, and B, Star Trek. If Tarantino decides to go, hey, I'm going to make this underground-esque Star Trek movie where it's not going to really revolve around Kirk and, you know, whatever, I say go for it. And the sounds of it is it's not going to follow J.J. Abrams. Like, it's going to be in the same universe as J.J. Abrams' Star Trek movies, but it's not going to be with Kirk and Spock and whatnot. In fact, um, uh, Captain Picard. uh, uh, Oh, my God. Brain fart. Um, uh, Jean-Luc Picard, help me out here. Patrick Stewart Patrick Stewart has has said that you know what if they give him the go ahead for an R-rated film I'd be in it I'd be down for it which would tell you that it would take place in the future unless they bring him back to the past but that wouldn't make sense but it would take place in the future and maybe like you know maybe they're going to try another well I don't want to say another take of Nemesis because that movie sucked but for the lack of better term another ticket nemesis where nemesis was a darker film though it wasn't really um it it didn't do well in the box office per se but you know what i mean it was it's nice to see that not all not all universes whether it's star wars star trek whatever has to be 150 percent you know like rated that for tv other than hbo i mean let's let's face it There are great stories that come out of R-rated movies. Deadpool, Logan, those are R-rated. They didn't do the franchise bad at all. So I think that these people that are criticizing it saying before it's even in production, before the movie is even finished being written, they are condemning this movie. I think are in the wrong. I think you need to wait and see until you see the movie yourself before you sit there and condemn this movie to hell. Um, speaking of condemning movies to hell, let can we just take a moment and talk about the new Jurassic World movie? Um, now, the, the latest uh, Jurassic World movie was the, the trailer released and it was, it's called Fallen Kingdom. And I watched this trailer and you can find it on YouTube. So go, go watch that trailer before you finish listening to this podcast. That trailer was very underwhelming. Um, sure. Ian Malcolm's in it, you know, cause Jeff Goldblum is a, is a great actor, but like the way it looked like in the trailer is like, he was just, in like a council court ish meeting saying, Hey, life, uh, finds a way. And, and, and they're going back to this Island to rescue the dinosaurs before the volcano decides who you're and kill them all. And it, the, the way it, it it seems is it's going to be a lost world, like almost like a redo, like we're going to do the lost world. We'll need a better way. We're going to get these dinosaurs, Oh, hey, look, there's another team on the island. Well, oh, we, we got to make sure that this other team doesn't screw him over and, you know, whatever. Oh, you know, hey, you know what? The, uh, it's just irritating. Like, you could do more with this movie than sit there and make a remake of the second Jurassic Park film. And, you know, uh, you know what's going to happen. They're going to take a Tyrannosaurus Rex uh, to the continental US and it's going to get released and it's going to cause, ha- cause havoc and it's going to look like a Godzilla movie. Been there, done that. We don't need another one. I think that they could have, you know, ba- again, this is all based on the trailer. What they should do is is dive deeper into um the company making these dinosaurs in order to help the government army, whatever you want to f- can say. Um, and I think that if you do that, uh, it would become a better movie than just a, you know, lost world remake, which is really what it seems like. Um, But, I mean, who knows? Let me know what you think. I could be wrong. You know, you're probably right. Who knows? Um, uh, On a different subject, Disney... This actually really excites me. Disney is very, very close. In fact, it should be announced either this week or next week. Disney's going to buy Fox Studios assets. And we're not talking about Fox Sports. We're not talking about Fox News. We're talking about... X-Men, Deadpool, Fantastic Four, any and every piece of Fox movie franchise ever. So could you imagine, could you just imagine what they can do if they bring Fantastic Four back to Disney? Uh, They're they're so close. Like when the last time I talked about this, It was talks about it, you know, like whispers in the wind. But now, it's basically a done deal. uh, And they just haven't announced it yet. I, for one, am excited about this. I think that it will really help out the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I I don't know. I, I mean, there's really nothing else for me to say. I'm super excited about it. I hope you're super excited about it. If you're not excited about it, or if you are, whatever, just just you know, let me know. Send me a tweet at that uh, or send me a a email, that at gmail dot Let me know what you think. I think it's gonna be amazing. Like I really, really think that you know you know, there Kevin Foggy is not talking about what's gonna happen after the Infinity War whole thing. And maybe that's because he's like, hey, you know, spoilers. Or maybe it's because, hey, we're about to get the X-Men and Fantastic Four back. And we're going to bring them as the head of the uh, next part of the cinematic universe. Which is, I think is very, very likely. And that's the reason they're not you know, really talking about anything past this next movie coming up. So, I mean, like, again, you know what? I I guess, what do you think? I think it's amazing. I think it's absolutely amazing. I would love to see X-Men and Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, and uh, some parts of, you know, the the Avengers in whole, but, you know, they're going to bring in the new Avengers, and uh, could you imagine Wolverine, Spider-Man, Like, on the same team in the new Avengers? I mean, like, how cool would that be? Um, Speaking of Wolverine, Wolverine is going to return in a new uh, serialized podcast drama uh, directed by Marvel. And the whole thing about that is, like, uh, it's going to be on Stitcher Premium, so you're going to have to pay for it uh, unless you wait. Uh, and so wait, let me take a us back. It's going to be on coming this next spring, so in 2018, spring 2018, uh, on Stitcher Premium. But if you don't want to pay, you can wait until the end of 2018 to hear it on, you know, iTunes and whatever else it's going to be on. Uh, as far as the details on it, uh, there's not a lot of, there's really not a lot uh, to go on. Um, but it, basically, what you're looking at here is a radio show like you're talking like in the old, the back in the 30s when uh frickin' um, soap operas were on the radio before they were on TV. This is cool. This is going to be like almost like listening to The Shadow back in 1930s, only it's going to be Wolverine. Like that is just epic. I'm so glad they are doing this. It's really going to bring a lot of listeners to the podcast universe. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's needed. Not enough people really know. Like, I still get asked. I go, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, I have a podcast. And they're like, what's that? I'm like, it's like a radio show. only You can listen to it whenever you want. Oh, I you know, I, I, I don't have, you know, time to listen to the radio. I'm like, you, but you do listen to the radio in your car. Yeah, but I can't listen to a podcast in my car. Yeah, you can. You have a cell phone. You can listen to it in your car. You can listen to this podcast in your car when you're on the pooper, when you're on the bus to work. It doesn't matter. If you have a headset and a mobile device, which I'm pretty sure you have a cell phone, you can listen to this podcast or any other podcast, including this Wolverine one. Which I am looking forward to. And I will probably not pay the premium for it. I'll wait until the last part of you know, 2018 to listen to it. Because I'm cheap. And I think that all podcasts should be free to begin with. But I am excited for it. I will listen to it. What else is going on, you may ask? Well, Ryan Johnson... Knows that you want a Star Wars, the old Republic trilogy. And we all know that Ryan Johnson is going to be uh, having a, is uh, going to be making a Star Wars trilogy coming up. But he said, look, it's already been done in video games. The story has been told. I'm going to start with something new and fresh. I'm not going to go back and, and do a Star Wars, the old Republic uh, trilogy because, you know, you can just play the video games. You already know what's happening. And, and I, I agree with him on this. You know what? He has been given, like, the go-ahead, a blank slate to do whatever he wants with the Star Wars trilogy with new characters that we never freaking heard of. Or, may you know, may, maybe he can have some, like, cameos of some characters. Who knows? We don't know. But I'm okay with this. You know what? Like, all these people that want Star Wars The Old Republic, Star Wars The Old Republic, you want the storyline for that? Go play the video games, including the MMO, Star Wars, The Old Republic. <laughs> you know, because everybody's like, oh, Knights of the Old Republic was so... Right, let me see how I can do... Knights of the Old Republic was so amazing. Hey, oh my god, you're Dark Raven! Oh, spoilers, I probably shouldn't have told you, but it was based on the original Xbox, and if you haven't played it yet, then you you you, you freaking failed, man. Like, seriously, like, get over it. You know what? I'm all for the only, the only thing that i would like to see that was in video game or book form put into film is shadows of the empire and i think that if it was done in an animated way other than how you saw the clone wars i think that it would be a phenomenal film granted we know the story but i think it would be a great like Extra animated film for the year. I wouldn't release it as the Star Wars film for the year. I would release it as okay. Next year we're gonna get a Han Solo movie. The following year we're gonna get Episode Nine, and we're gonna that's gonna be in December. But in June we're gonna give you a little something to 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 hold off on. We're gonna let you see this animated Shadows the Empire movie, and you're gonna be like, man. That's awesome. If you haven't read the the book is amazing. The game is a movie, uh, amazing, which was on the Nintendo 64. I really, really, really think that that would really kind of help uh, bridge a gap, especially if it's just something to tide us over. You know, like if they were to do movies like that, just to tide us over a little animated movies in between of like these, these action packed full length, Uh, live-action films, I think that would be super terrific. Um, But that's just my thought. I mean, you could think something else. It's very possible that you don't think the same way I do, though I kind of hope you do. Uh, Let me know your thoughts. Uh, Send me an email, thatrello at gmail.com. I am on Facebook, That ThatRevLow. Uh, you can find the General Nerd Stuff Podcast on Stitcher and iTunes and Google Play and YouTube. Also, uh, the General Nerd Stuff Podcast uh, Facebook page. I'm on Twitter, at ThatRevLow. You know, there's all kinds of ways you can get a hold of me. Uh, let me know your thoughts and what's going on. I hope to hear from you. I hope you have a great day. Uh, I'm going to record next week, so you're definitely going to hear from me before I get before Christmas. So, until next time, peace and chicken grease. Thank you for listening to the General Nerd Stuff Podcast. Music for this episode has been provided by A Terror Tale. You can find them on YouTube and iTunes. If you want to stay in touch with that Revlo, you can find them on Twitch at ThatRevLow which is also how you can find him on Facebook and he's also on youtube.com/thatrevlo twitch.tv/thatrevlo and on Snapchat thatrevlo in case you couldn't figure it out thatrevlo on everything once again thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time have a great day